it's so devastating when we get emails from brides who initially inquired with us or maybe didn't like had been following our work but didn't inquire they went a different route whether it was a family member or someone that was a little bit less expensive because they were newer in the game yeah. and they just weren't thrilled with their images and so like now we're they're you know they're asking us to redo their bride and groom portraits and stuff and it's just like it's i mean we can create beautiful images for you guys but you can never get that day back welcome back to the wedding and beyond podcast where we provide you with tools and tips for planning your wedding and building a successful marriage i'm your host sophia jones owner and creative director of royal occasions inc Today we are talking about capturing your wedding memories through photography. I can't stress enough the need for quality photos and video of your special day. Quality photography is one of the wedding expenses that I encourage my couples to splurge on and cut back in other areas if necessary. With so many great photographers out there, choosing the one that is right for you as a couple is key. Joining us today is Landon and Stephanie Hendrick. They are high school sweethearts living the dream together as a multi-published husband and wife wedding photography duo based out of Orlando, Florida, capturing the sweetest couples on the best day of their lives. They capture these moments in images that serve as a family's first heirloom. Landon and Stephanie, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the Wedding and Beyond podcast. I am super excited to have you with us. We're thank so you. Yeah, we're excited too. <laughs> Um, so I'm just going to get right into our first question. How did you get into photography? So my friend Darren is a photographer and he was selling his equipment. Um, he had like a camera with two lenses and filters and reflectors. He had a bunch of stuff, right? And so I was trying to convince Stephanie because she was pregnant at the time. And I'm saying, hey, babe. Uh, hey, babe. That's how I'll they take all pictures. start. Hey, hey babe. babe. I'll take pictures of the baby and this and that and just to get her on my side and so you buttered me up with he uh, finessed the deal with some baby pictures and I was like okay yeah. <laughs> so then I got that from him and he actually did weddings at the time too he his style was more dark our style is a lot lighter now um, but I was doing similar stuff to what he was because I just liked the look that he had he would do almost like movie poster type mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. and so um, I was starting to do that and then I just got good really quick because I just I get like tunnel vision and I want to learn. He seriously like, does. Right, right away. Stuff. Like he would be up until oh. like three o'clock in the morning watching YouTube videos and wow. like reading and articles and like doing like workshops and stuff like online and seminars online. And you know like, what? Too? Really obsessed with learning. Oh Sometimes I'll be laying in bed. It'd be like 12 o'clock and I'd have to get up and I have to try this lighting. because Yeah. I have and it then I'm like mind. all pregnant and fat and tired like, and miserable. Hey, He's up. like, I just need, I just need you to stand there. You just, I forgot just about stand that. There. Yeah. And then across the street, um, a good friend of mine, Fernando, he used to be a DJ and he used to work with a company that would do DJ and photography and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, he was like, oh, you got to come out and just be second shooter. And I was scared because I didn't want to ruin someone's wedding because he was like, no, don't worry about it, man. You're just just you're going to second shoot. Just come out. You'll be fine. Right. You know, you'll be second or third shoot. And so I started doing that. And I was like, man, this is cool. This Crap, is man. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. And then we started doing more with him. And then their clients started wanting my style for them, too. And. Everybody was like, oh, so they would request cool. him under like that company. Okay. Yeah. So he'd be like, okay. oh, can I have this guy? Because he would put our names and our and our work on his website. 
And so they were like, oh, I like this. And I was like, oh, cool, crap, they like me. So, yeah. And then I taught her, because she would come out with me. Mm-hmm. When we did our own, we when would we go together. When we did our together. own stuff, because we did portrait sessions and, and stuff. So, yeah, so we've been doing it for about eight years. That's mm-hmm. awesome. So um, is it because you started with that company or, you know, as a second shooter doing wedding photography as to why you're still doing wedding photography today? Okay, so we used to do newborn sessions too and portrait sessions. Like that was the side work that we were doing. Like people contacting us themselves on social media because he would share like whenever he'd take pictures of our daughter or like our, my maternity pictures, anything like that, he'd post it and be right. like, hmm, Landon. And then it all started <laughs> with like, hey, my friend Landon takes pictures. Hmm, contact him. Yeah. Right. So we started with that, but then we had finally booked like, And in that route, we had a friend um, that was the lead, um, I guess, like coordinator for Faith Assembly. And she referred us to one of her couples. And that was the first wedding that we had ever booked, like on our own. Like at that time, we used to be Landon Hendrick Photography because he was the only shooter. Okay. And I used to just handle like all the business, all the behind the scenes. And then I went along with him at that because when he used to second shoot for this other company, I wouldn't go with him. Okay. And so we did this first wedding together and I was like, well, dang, I've been missing out on life. Like, I like this. <laughs> like, it's because we, we love people and it's just... It's just such a happy day. It's so fun. Like, yeah. it's so much fun and... But it's just like we love marriage and just to see two people that understand that they're walking into a lifetime commitment and making that commitment in front of their friends and family. Mm -hmm. It's just like it's amazing. And it's just I don't know. I guess the world is so full of like broken homes and broken marriages. It's just really nice to be a part of the beginning, you know? Yeah. Would would you speak a little bit about the need for quality photography for the wedding day and other life milestones? I know, you know, you started out doing some other sessions earlier on, but the need for quality photography, creating great memories. Can you talk a little bit about that? So I think the biggest thing is that one thing we stay away from is like trends. Uh, the way the way we shoot, we stick to like classic clear light and airy style of images because you can look at those 10 years down the road and they'll look just as good as they will the day of Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but sometimes people do uh like they add filters and like weird colors that don't look natural right and um I feel like those are just you know they don't they don't last as long as the the simple like right now it's not but then a a few years from now it may be a distraction when someone's looking at the image versus like the emotion I think that the importance of the quality is like especially when it comes to like newborns and maternity sessions I just feel like when you have someone who's a professional it's not just capturing the memory we also obviously have a creative intake on how we can give you actions to like get moments, create moments that we can also capture. So we like for, as far as us, we like to have a balance of capturing what's happening as well Mm -hmm. as like creating moments and making suggestions and also just capturing people like in the best light, you know, like just having them look their best in their images. I was going to say also when you say creating moments, it's not like, uh, because a lot of people might think, oh, like a fake moment, like, hey, oh, you no. guys just look happy, which you can't. No. 
the way our, our images look natural, like we can get anyone to mm -hmm. make to look natural, I think. Yeah. Because right. we pull out the na the natural um, reactions, reactions by giving them action. By giving them actions. So it's like, oh, you know what I mean? God. So if it's like, if so I, it's yeah. not very JCPenney, like, hey, you know, like those horrible high like school pictures where the like chin. the wrist to the chin. <laughs> or the real case. Right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we like to give actions to like get those natural reactions. We want the real laugh, not the cheesy laugh where it kind of looks like you smelled a fart. All right. You know, we, right. <laughs> we want Sorry, a, you, you want the real stuff. Yeah. yeah, and it makes a difference because you can tell it. You can exactly. tell when something is is staged or if it's something that came out. Exactly. Right. You really can't. Yeah. So, yeah, so when it comes to quality, I think it's just going to be one of those things because then anybody can pick up a camera and be like, oh, I'll, I'll take your right. picture. Yeah. But I think it's going to be yeah. a difference in um, being able to combine so many different things like combining lighting, combining poses and angles so we can um, capture any shape or size in a flattering manner mm. so that they can feel mm -hmm. beautiful in those images when they look at them. You know, I think that that affects also the quality. It's like all, an entire package all in a bowl is not just the equipment, it's the person behind the equipment that's creating right. the magic and yeah. capturing you and capturing those moments as they are so that you can cherish them for, you know, a lifetime yeah. and your next, the next generation and so forth. I often talk to my clients a lot about um, making sure you kind of like you, what you guys said, not everybody is a photographer, but especially for your wedding day, you want to make sure that you you choose someone that is good and and not just your cousin or your friend especially for that day yeah. because you can't go back and relive those you can't moments. and it, it's devastating right? when we get emails from brides I was that, just gonna say that yeah like it's so devastating when we get emails from brides who initially inquired with us or maybe didn't mm -hmm. like had been following our work but didn't inquire they went a different route whether it was a family mm -hmm. member or someone that was a little bit less expensive because they were newer in the game yeah, and they just right. weren't thrilled with their images. And so like now we're they're, you know, they're asking us to redo their bride and groom portraits and stuff. And it's just like, it's, I mean, we can create beautiful images for you guys, but you can never get that day back. It's yeah. so much money, so much time, so much patience, so many like little bickering moments. Cause we know that they happen between the couple during the planning process. Right. So, so much, energy is put into putting this day together mm -hmm. like to, and the only thing that's left afterwards are the images right. so if yeah. you don't if you don't get good quality images then really the only thing that was left after your wedding is the memories and then as the years go by, they'll become faint. Right. We know that from firsthand. We didn't have a photographer for our wedding. We were so young when we got married. We didn't have the 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 money for it. Mm -hmm. And it's And we didn't like because we were twenty when we got married, so we didn't know anything about weddings. We didn't know anything about We didn't even know we were gonna end up being photographers. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like once we know how weddings run. So we're looking at things, we know what's gonna happen next. So we can catch things that nobody else can catch because We've done so many weddings, weddings. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so it's like, right. we know what's going to be ready. We know it works. We know what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And we also know how to anticipate things that go wrong on a wedding day. Yeah, we know right. how to prepare our brides like, okay, and we'll have a plan B, plan C. Like mm -hmm. there's yeah, times where we've bad, had right. brides where we've had two timelines for them right. and we're ready to go. Like, okay, if it rains, we, we're ready to go. Like 
we right. are still going to get beautiful images because at the end of the day, we feel the responsibility yeah. to, regardless of what happens on your day, to get you images that you can look back at and say, wow, that was like the best day ever. It was right. totally worth it. It was stressful, but it was still worth right. it. Right. Having backup plans often make a big difference when it comes to the wedding day because it's very rare that it goes exactly as planned. You know, oh. it's very, oh, yeah. very It never rare. goes exactly never as right. planned. <laughs> yeah. There's ever. always something that's, yeah. that goes a little awry. So um, speaking of couples and the wedding day, when would you suggest that a couple begin looking for a photographer for the wedding? Okay, so we've had couples that contact us because they've been following us for a while or they had a friend or family member that had a wedding mm -hmm. photographed by us mm -hmm. or some pictures. So my biggest thing is if you have a photographer that you've been following right. and you love them and you know that they're going to add to your day, mm -hmm. as soon as you get engaged, like seriously, contact your photographer. Okay. And um, because if you know that you want them for your wedding, no matter what, mm -hmm. then you want to make sure but prior to booking the venue that they are available on your date. Oh, okay. Makes sense. We've had couples do that. The, uh, the, the soonest after that is as soon as you finish booking your venue. And I don't want to sound like I'm being biased cause I'm a photographer, <laughs> but in reality, like sometimes we've had, like we've seen couples that they wait like to three months, four months before their wedding and then they can't find a photographer and then they're just stuck right. with whatever's left. Cause right. we usually book out what? We book one to two years in advance before yeah. we wouldn't book anything sooner than a year. But like now we book one to two years in advance just because we have, you know, brides that will be following us before they're ever engaged. Wow. And then like yesterday we had a FaceTime consultation with a couple who she was a bridesmaid at a wedding that we did a year ago yeah. mm -hmm. and they're not engaged yet, but they wanted to like sit down and talk with us and right. like just go over stuff. And so like we're court making sure that we coordinate dates that so that we could be available with their venue prior to them booking and it. I was going to say another thing is that, when somebody's looking for a photographer, the very first thing that they should look for is, do you like that photographer? Them, who or, they yeah, are. Yeah, who they are. Do you like them as people? Because you're going to have them all day, and if you don't like them, you're going to be not yeah. happy. Yeah, so, like, we're very extroverted, and we're very – if you haven't been able to tell. <laughs> so, we're very extroverted. So, like, we – if we have, you know, like, a couple that's just, like – not really feeling that energy, then yes, I do recommend. So like with your second piggyback question, should uh -huh. they interview more than one photographer? Right. Yes, I do think that they should yeah. because sometimes they're going to see photographers that have the same style, but their personality, they're two totally different, different people, yeah. totally you know? Different. So it's not just the pictures that they're going to take of your wedding is how is that person going to add to your wedding day? Is it, are they going to make it more fun? Is that person going to be able to handle your family better? Is there, um, if you, do you have family that only speaks Spanish and does the other photographer not speak a lick of Spanish? Right. So do you yeah, need yes, that? Yeah. Or, wow. um, do you have like a family that's just very, um, extroverted or like not very good with paying attention? Like, do you want someone who's used to a big fan, like big family and can and handle those kinds of groups professionally mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and in a way where the family feels so loved and not like oh you're being like bossy like or worked, whatever like you're being worked or you something, like you're you know being right? worked like, so like the photographer should never show up and be i'm the boss exactly there's a lot of photographers that do that and it's bad yeah. yes 
And, you, and the bride and groom would never know that unless they inter, like they interview and get a vibe for, for what their personalities are like. Right. So, yes. Yeah, I even tell clients that they should interview wedding planners or many of the major vendors that they'll be using on that mm-hmm. day or that they'll be coming in contact with on that day because you want them, like you said, to add to your day and not add stress exactly. to your day. <laughs> exactly. You know? And you want it to be someone that you feel like you can trust. Like you want it to be someone where if you feel like, let's say that you had unexpected bad weather, because I mean, we all know Florida is very unpredictable. Yes. The forecast never gets it right. Or if you, if you're falling behind because your um, makeup artist ran behind schedule, whatever you want to know that you can trust your photographer, that they will be able to like come like think on their toes. So when you talk with them and ask them questions, Mm -hmm. it gives you the opportunity to see how they respond to your unexpected questions, you know? Right. Okay. So I guess along those same lines, do you guys work with every client that comes to you or, you know, are there clients that you know after you've spoken with them for a little bit that you guys just won't work together? Well, I think the way we put ourselves out on social media we already bring in the people who would like us and okay. we push away the people who don't like yeah. us. Okay. So it's people like, oh, we're too extra, which is cool because we don't want to work <laughs> with them anyway. But then we had the people who are like, oh my God, we love these people. We right. love their they, energy. That's we want like their energy. That's kind of how we market, you know? Yeah. It's like, we don't have to, we'll have people who be like, oh, they'll come and do a consultation right here and they'll be like, oh, I want to book right now. But we always tell them, wait. We never yes. say this is wait. Make Go sure home, we're, talk to each other. Make sure we're the ones that you want. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now we tell them we don't take money right off the thing. Yeah, we, just... we had we had a bride. She got in the car. She's like, okay, so we thought about it. We want you guys. I was like, okay, but uh, calm down. <laughs> it's cool because we get the people who we really want to work with. Right. You know, yeah. we're pretty much an open book. And the reason why we choose to be that way is because these people are letting in letting us in on their most intimate day. Yeah, They're letting right. us in around their closest friends, their family. Right, and right. we we feel so special for that, you know? So it's not yeah. just the pressure of taking the pictures. It's just we want we want to have we want their family and friends to have a great time and all of us be friends and family afterwards. Yeah, and that also adds to everyone feeling comfortable and when everyone feels comfortable that makes everyone look more natural. That's awesome. So we rarely ever um, we rarely ever I don't think we have, I, we've probably had like one or two couples that maybe weren't a fit and it wasn't even personality wise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We felt like they loved us and mm-hmm. we loved their energy as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, throughout the consultation, just little things hinted that they maybe, um, weren't as obsessed with the photography as they were with us yeah. and wanted us for their day because they want us. Yeah. And so even when we get a sense of that, we'll tell them, like, you know, we just don't think that you're a great fit. But if you want someone with our type of energy and our same values, we can direct you in that path for someone that has a style of photography that's more along the lines of what you're looking for. Okay. You like us, but make sure you like our work because if you don't, we don't want you to hire us because you're not going to be happy at the end of the day. No matter if you like like us, if you don't like our work. At the end of the day, you're going to be like, oh, not happy. Right. So, so we know that. So that's we may why be we a always, good fit where we could be friends. We can be friends can after be this friend, consultation, yeah. right. whether we are shooting your wedding or not. But we're just not going to be the perfect fit for your wedding day. Right. Um, and there's somebody out there that's going to be the whole package for you. Right. So finding a photographer that um, you love their work as well as you have a comfort level with them or some 
um, chemistry in the relationship. Uh, those two things are very important. But is there anything yeah. else when it comes to choosing a photographer that potential customers should or clients should look for? Honestly, I two, think those are the those most are the important things. Top, yeah. Yeah, because everything else is like when they're including their, um, when they provide pricing, like all the logistics like mm-hmm. is in what they offer in their packages. Mm-hmm. I think that the most important thing is hiring a photographer that's going to, um, fit in well with your friends and family and make the gr- like also for the groom. Like I love it when grooms come for their consultations mm-hmm. and if they ever can't, I always tell everybody, let's just wait till they can. Cause it's right. so important for him to come. Cause I want him to see what the energy is going to be like. And I want him to feel comfortable too. Cause guys hate taking pictures. Yeah, and- so when your groom loves your photographer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's guaranteed great pictures. Right. But aside from like chemistry and the style of it, I mean, the only other thing I would say is like budget yeah. right. um, would be the other um, factor um, okay. if they fit your budget. And right. if they don't fit your budget, um, is there something else that you're able to like move around within your budget to have them if you really want them that bad? Right. Or can that photographer customize something for you if they're willing to or able to? So like with you guys, do you guys customize packages or do you have a set package? We have a set package. Okay. There's been a couple of times where we've made a, an exception just mm-hmm. because the chemistry was like ridiculous out mm-hmm. of this world. Yeah. <laughs> like when we're done talking to the couple, if we feel like crap, like I want to be at their wedding. Mm-hmm. Like now, like. Because we look at it business wise, obviously. Yeah. To see if can, is there something we could do, like cut hours back do something like that where they like, can still get everything that they need for their wedding yeah, right. you know um like for example the wedding that we did this weekend we felt so connected with this couple and not only do they look like us mm-hmm. from like when we were in high yeah. school like <laughs> they like they look like you and we're like yeah hey. but their story is like identical to ours they're wow. high school sweethearts and it's just their energy and their chemistry it was just so sweet and so we were able to customize like something for them mm-hmm. as like, because we just really wanted to be there for their day. And we knew that the budget that they had, it was going to be a little bit more difficult to find a photographer. So mm-hmm. we didn't offer them whatever we like our full package yeah. offers mm-hmm. as far as what's included. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just had less hours, yeah, but we were so. able to work something within their budget to where they can get sufficient hours to get what they needed. Right. Um, but not get everything that what our bride Somebody that would pay get. full for. They're exactly. not going to get all that because that's not fair for exactly. That wouldn't be fair for the other brides. Right. So. Well, that's good. That's good. Sometimes I think in, you know, we are, in a the business of providing a service and serving mm-hmm. others so sometimes you know we have our structure but we have to if we're going to serve everybody or as many people as we can sometimes we yeah. have to be able to be a little flexible so i love hearing that do you guys travel for oh yeah do. you do mm-hmm. yeah okay all right and then um this is i get this question a lot from couples but and i know every photographer is different mm-hmm. but you know you because of the community you're in, what do you say is the average turnaround time from wedding day to delivering proofs and then a final product? So for us, one of the biggest things was that because a lot of photographers around us do like six months mm-hmm. to get Four photos to six back. Months. So and we actually do it in and that tends days. to be the case a lot with like corporate photography companies. So companies that contract out photographers. Oh, okay. That tends to be one of the big things for them. And even sometimes with like small, like like 
small business, boutique style photographers. Like we're a boutique style photography company. Um, It's just him and I. And so sometimes if it's someone that's taking on a lot of weddings, Mm -hmm. um, they'll get backed up on editing. And so the turnaround time could be four Uh or six months. Mm -hmm. Um, So we do ours is 30 30 30 days. days. For proofs or for the final product? For final, final product. product. That's amazing. It's 30 days. Yes. That so we amazing. deliver and then the for engagement, gallery engagement days. sessions is, is 14, 14 days. days. Wow. That is yeah. definitely amazing. So we yeah. have a system we just Yeah. Well you see, I believe to. in a month anniversary. It's not just the high school thing. So <laughs> I just think it's very important for a husband and wife to be able on their month anniversary. <laughs> yes, that is a thing. So for you grooms that are gonna listen to this podcast with your delicious wife, <laughs> just know that it, there is such a thing as a month anniversary. Yeah. And yes. she expects flowers, my friend. Every and every month so you every sit month. down and watch Watch your pictures together. <laughs> I love it. It's a little I love helpful it. hint for your marriage. It's a little helpful <laughs> hint, you know? You know. So how has it been for you guys working together as husband and wife? Well, we like each other, so. We do. Oh. I know some people are like, I can't work with my wife or I can't work with my husband. I'm just like, well, you got marriage problems. You don't have, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, to be honest, like, you have marriage problems, not We're like, spilling the not beans. personality spilling problems. The beans. It's right. like, yeah, you have, that's. I don't know. I'd rather be with her. Like, honey, how sweet. Brownie point. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Well, honestly, you know, when we turn it, when we decided to turn this into a business, Mm -hmm. it, we ended up turning it into a business because we saw that it was just like the answer that we have been praying for. Like we were praying for a way for us to be able to spend more time together and praying for a way that we can be with our kids and watch Mm -hmm. them grow up. Mm -hmm. And to where it's not something where we just pop them out. And then we see them once like an hour a day because they're growing up with other people. Um, So this, our business has truly been an answered prayer that we get to spend all this time together, we get to homeschool our children. And it's just like, it's really a blessing. And when we get to work together, it's just so much fun when we get to shoot weddings and hang out with other couples that are just like, it's funny because they're like in that new stage, but I feel like we've never left that stage of like, how you doing? It's so delicious to me. You You have to do that, man, because it's like, people start to turn into roommates. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for example, if you have a relationship where you guys still have the hots for each other and all that good stuff, mm-hmm. it's working to maintain it. Right. And yeah. like, if you guys still like each other and your personalities and you have common interests, mm-hmm. it's working to maintain it. That's easier than going into the roommate syndrome and trying to get trying back. Trying to get back to it. Well, yeah. You still can get back, you still though. Can. Because, yeah. because you have to just humble yourself and be like, hey, I, I did this. Because we bicker about stuff. Yeah, we do. Silly stuff. You know, like, but that's normal. Yeah. Right? But... As long as you can humble yourself and be like, you know what, I shouldn't have said this. I was just mad because you know we say when we're mad we say stupid things. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, not on. It's not on purpose. You just like you You're say it out of, out of anger. anger. Yeah. yeah. Our job as a husband mm-hmm. is to make sure our wife is number one, right, mm-hmm. or number two, because God's number one. Holla. Hallelujah, but Jesus. Number number two, because <laughs> as long as you, as long as you're here. You're putting yourself aside and putting your wife first. Right. It makes working together and doing everything that's, else easy. That's what you're supposed to do as a husband. You're supposed to put your pride aside and do what she likes before and you. And vice versa. And vice versa. And that's how you guys stay happy. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And then when it comes to our business, there's mm-hmm. like 
obviously, like he already said, like, you know, she likes to do all the fun stuff, like the office stuff. Mm -hmm. So we've delegated parts of our business where we can practice our strong suits. So like communications and like accounting and all that stuff is my forte. Mm -hmm. And then he's like a creative genius. Like it's just, he turns me on with how creative he is. We're married. It's all right. We're married. It's okay. That's all right. That's fine. Yeah. Hey, that's how you keep it spicy. I was just gonna say that because you guys just recently celebrated your anniversary, right? A couple yes. of days okay. ago. Eleven Happy years. Anniversary. Eleven years together as husband yeah. and wife. And how long have you as been together as a couple? Fourteen years. Fourteen as a couple. As a couple. With that, just tell us a little bit about your story. We so. met in high school, and when he first met me, he didn't like me. Okay. Thought, okay. Uh, that's uh, true, but because <laughs> she was. If, okay, look, she was an IB, right? So she's, like, real smart. If she got a B on anything, uh-huh. she would, like, cry. And if I got a C or a D, I was like, thank you. Jesus, <laughs> you, man. you know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, yo. But she's like, she got a B. And she was arguing with her my friend, Ash. And, uh, and Ash's like, oh, this is Stephanie. And she didn't even, she's like, oh, yeah. And, and she was complaining about something. I was like, God, why is that girl so mad and mean all the time? Yeah. And that's where it came. So, so I that's where it came. Ahead, sorry, okay. So then <laughs> after that initial introduction, we just, we were in the same lunch block. And so we just hung out all the time and at lunch. Mm-hmm. But I honestly didn't even quite remember his name. I just remembered him as a funny white kid with a like blowout because he used to have a little. Poof. I used to have a blowout. It was he, it was cool. It was, it cool, was back cool back then. Cool back then. Okay. So then, um, <laughs> after like summer that that year, I worked. We never even talked or anything. And then when I went to school senior year, I don't even know why. I didn't never even thought about it. But when I got off the school bus, mm-hmm. I was like obsessed with finding the funny white boy from my lunch block. <laughs> and so I asked um I asked my best friend Alba, I was just like, well what's his name? She said, Oh that's Landon. So I walked all around school asking for Landon. Nobody had seen him. So I went back to class. I was so upset. I was like, crap, maybe he's not in the same school anymore. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I was used to because I jumped from school to school. And then when I go to lunch, he's there. And I was so happy. (laughs) We just like, it was like, I was so excited because lunch was going to be like the best time ever. And then um, he ended up like one day, he was just always like the light of my day because he was just so funny and so, so positive and just such a sweet guy. Mm -hmm. And we just became a really good friend. Mm -hmm. And then I remember one day he came into school to lunchroom and he was like, his mind was somewhere else and he looked so sad and I had never seen him sad. So I was like, Landon, what's wrong? And he was like, I broke up with my girlfriend. I was like, yes. <laughs> and then I was like about to start crying. I was like, no, no. Oh. Like I honestly never had looked at him as anything other than a friend. Right. I like didn't know that subconsciously, like I ever even considered him that way, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So then I was just trying to cheer him. I was like, Landon, please. She's a sloozer. Like, don't worry. Um, <laughs> like she was hyping he, herself up, Landon. <laughs> no, I was just trying to make him feel better, honey. I was just like, she's a sloozer. She doesn't know what she's missing out on. And she's, it's her loss. There's plenty of girls out here who would die to have such an amazing guy like you. Mm-hmm. And then again, I did not calculate this dialogue. <laughs> so he was like, Oh yeah. Like who? I was like, like me. I for that. <laughs> and he was like, Oh really? And then after that, we it just, I'll tell you what, when we first started going out, nobody believed us. Really? Everybody's <laughs> like my friend Juan. He's like, we were walking the mall. He's like, the, 
I was like, Gus, where we're going out? He's like, kiss, kiss her. I'm like, oh, come on, you're making it weird. It's like the second day. This was like after we started going out. And he was like, no, that's not true. I was like, Gus, swear, dude. I swear, that's my girlfriend. <laughs> you had to prove it to them, huh? Yeah, like, so come we on, had a kiss. I was like, that's fine. I'll kiss you, sugar. Let me let yeah. them know. <laughs> that's so good. So, yeah, that's how we began. And the rest is history. The rest is history. Oh. <laughs> I love your energy together. You know, you, I mean, and I love the fact that you're husband and wife, but you work together and you still love each other. You like yes, each other. Yes, you, you do. Know? I, I know. Really I tell all the time, baby, I love you, but better yet, I like, I like you. you. I, I think that's like important. You. That is important. Just a couple more questions and then we're going to wrap yeah. it up here. I know you guys have a lot to do too. But what is one piece of advice that you would give couples I know we talked a lot about photography because that was the main um, mm-hmm. purpose of this episode. But regarding marriage, whether beginning your marriage or, you know, trying to preserve the longevity of it, just one piece of advice that you would give to couples. Well, I've got a few pieces of advice. Go ahead first. Okay. <laughs> I'll probably be feeling, you'll be like, oh, crap, that oh, was nice. Okay. That was okay. nice. Okay. <laughs> so when we first got married, we both come from broken homes. Um, so our parents are divorced and remarried. And one of the biggest things that like Landon and I had always discussed was like, we don't want that to be us. We want to break that pattern. Uh huh. So what is it that is causing marriages to fall apart? And one of the things, the a couple of things, um, like statistically, statistically, the two main things in America. <laughs> yes. It was communication and finances. So, um, with that, we went ahead and really started doing research and we came across Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. for finances, which is just like, he's our, he, he don't I'll know me what. on mentor, but he is Dave Ramsey. If you hear me, oh, shout out. Hey, <laughs> we love him <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> so with, um, with the finances, we figured, I, f- I think that sometimes what happens in a marriage is that those tough con- like conversations, like who's going to manage the finances right. and it becomes, um, sometimes it's like I I've seen in some marriages where it's just like the man is like, well, I make the majority of whoever makes the majority of the income feels like they should be in charge of the finances. And right. it's just like, no, it's whoever's better at managing finances. Correct. that should be in charge Correct. of the finances. Mm-hmm. That should be um, common sense by the way, which I don't, people's pride get in the way. Uh-huh. So from we, allowing them to practice common sense. Yeah. If any of our future brides are listening to this, you better not plug listen. your ears, plug your ears for this part. <laughs> we give our brides two books. We give them the total money makeover by Dave Ramsey. And then we also give them the five love languages. And the reason why we started doing that, we didn't do it initially, but the reason why we started doing that is because we know that those are the t- two reasons that people get divorced is because they don't have their finances on the same page right. and they don't commute. They don't know how to communicate with right. each other. Mm-hmm. And so with the finances, with the, the way that Dave Ramsey sets it up, it's just like, it really forces you guys to sit down and discuss and set goals together and then discuss how you're going to be on the same page. So you're right. both on the same train, chugging towards the same direction. And it makes you a team because after you get married, you're one. You're one. There's no so more. So she's not above you, you, and he's not above you. you. Right. Right. Everything is one. So you're a team. Mm-hmm. And if if you think as a team, you you'll be good. Yeah. If you think, oh, I need to do this because I'm the man, which right. I, I think men jump to that because that's how we're built. 
we want to protect our families. We want to just as manly, whatever. You know what I mean? Right. I think, but you have to humble yourself. But if yourself. you don't check it, it can turn it'll, into pride and destroy your yeah, family that you're trying it. to protect. Exactly. Yeah. That's one big thing. And another huge thing mm-hmm. is after the day after you get married, or not the day after, but the week of you getting married, mm-hmm. join your accounts. Join your accounts. Nobody should be having separate accounts. Yeah. There yeah. should be no separate accounts. And see, you guys are touching on um, some of the issues we talked about in one of our previous mm-hmm. episodes. And so it's good to hear that you guys are actually taking these same principles that we talked about in that episode and you've applied it and it works yeah. for you all. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You have to force because in your mind, like people, people's parents, because people's parents are trying to protect their children, right? Whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's normally mm-hmm. like, oh. Make sure you have your own account, this and that. Make sure you have your own account. Let like, me tell you. His parents will tell them this. Their parents will tell them that. If you don't trust this person with finances, how can you trust them with, like, your safety and protecting you? Like, right. it just doesn't make sense to me. You can't right. trust them with a green piece of paper, but you can trust them with, like, Everything all of else. you right. and your soul and your intimacy. Like, it doesn't make any yeah. sense. I know that, you know, coming from a broken home with a single mom, um, she was one to be like, you can't trust no man. You better always have a side account, <laughs> honey, because, you know, he may just walk up and leave you right. and then blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, if we're trying to break that pattern, if we're, we cannot listen to, we cannot listen to that advice that's not for unit, like union, for unity. it's for division. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. So there has to be a standard for that, like a moral standard for that type of advice. Because mm-hmm. if you're being told that, and I'm being told that, what's the first thing? We're going to keep our separate because right. that's all what we know. Mm-hmm. But if there's a higher standard for that, like God is the center. Of I'm not trying to turn yeah. this into Sunday school or nothing. But <laughs> God is the, you know what I'm saying? God is the center of everything. Right. And he says, you're one. He's like, the nothing should be separate. She, right. Like she knows all my passwords to everything. She can use my phone. Like people bicker about silly stuff. It's like, why is that even a problem? That's, right. Yeah. If that's a problem, there's a marriage problem. Right. There's not, that's, that's. And go to counseling right away. Go to counseling. There's churches yes. that will be happy to go. Counseling is right not for away. crazy people. Counseling right. is for normal people that don't. Know how to right. communicate. That right. don't know, yeah, how to communicate. Remember, society doesn't teach you how to be a husband or, or a wife. wife. They teach that's you true. how to have a 95 job. That's right. what they teach you. They right. teach you to work. Mm-hmm. And that's it. They don't teach you how to be parents. They don't teach you. Read books. That's what books do. Mm-hmm. Books teach you how to be parents, teach you how to be. A, a husband, wife and a husband, a wife, how yeah. people react, how people's emotions, different yeah. personalities. Yeah. And yeah. like, that's why the five love languages is such a huge book. Like we try to make an effort to read it on an annual basis because we've even experienced where our five, our love language has changed wow. yeah. as we've experienced different things Thanks, in our yeah. marriage. As and you mature. Hit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. As we've matured right. and stuff. And it's just like, now I can love him the way he receives love and he can love me the way that he knows that I receive love versus loving me the way that he likes to be loved. Right. Because that's a very selfish difference. Yeah. Right. But that, I think that's a default everyone takes is Mm -hmm. I like to be loved this way. So I'm going to love you the way that I like to be loved. And then there's like, they're empty. So it talks about love tanks, filling your love tank. Such great stuff. Great stuff. Um, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here, but I'm going to just ask, how can couples get in contact with you guys if they're interested in having you do their wedding photography? Um, Want to get a hold of us? The best way is through our website, the Hendrix 
H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K-S photo.com. Um, and then you can read more about us there, get to know our story better. And if you love our work and you're feeling our vibe and what we stand for and, you know, feel like we'd add to your day, we'd love to talk. And, and our then, Instagram, tell me. Oh, yes. Yeah, and our Instagram. Stories and all the time. So yes. You'll be. We, fun you stories. To, fun yeah, stories. Yeah. You're trying to be all up in our Kool-Aid. You can come <laughs> to our Instagram too. It's <laughs> the Hendrix photo. Um, and yeah, but the best way to contact us is through the contact form on our website. Okay. Well, I'm thank so thankful to you guys for joining me today. It has been such an amazing time. I I really enjoyed you guys, and thank hopefully you. I'll get to be a planner on one of the weddings. You guys take photos for Yay, us. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. <laughs> and get ready for some hugs. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you guys so very much. I appreciate you. You're, You're so welcome. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Wedding and Beyond podcast. For more advice on planning your wedding and preparing for a successful marriage, make sure to subscribe wherever you're listening, follow us on Instagram at Royal Occasions, and visit our website at www.royalocasionsinc.com.